Welcome to Rebloom, a podcast that serves women who want to fully discover themselves, the women who are willing to go out on the skinny branch and grow and become all of who they are meant to be. I am your host, Tiffany Haugrud, and as a mom of three with 20 years of experience building businesses globally alongside raising a family, I have a lot to share with you. My biggest source of inspiration for this podcast was a realization I had when I was resisting life changes. Once I surrendered and accepted the changes, these words came to me. It's not a midlife crisis. It's a midlife awakening. On this podcast, you will hear valuable life, leadership, and entrepreneurial lessons that I have learned over the past 24 years being a mother, leader, and entrepreneur. I will also share with you more about my midlife awakening and how you can rebloom and pivot when it's time so that you can live in alignment with your true self. Prepare your heart for self-discovery and self-actualization that will create expansion and growth that will lead you to living your purpose-filled life. Thank you for being here. You can also find me on your favorite social media platforms by searching my name, Tiffany Howgrid. Hi friends, welcome to Rebloom. I am so happy you are here. Today, I have a lot to share with you around a season in parenting that I have found no one really likes to talk about. Yet most of us, as mothers, go through it. And this, my friends, is called empty nest syndrome and season. There are five common signs of this syndrome and season, and they are number one, loss of purpose, two, frustration over lack of control, three, emotional distress, four, marital stress, and five, anxiety about your children. Empty nest syndrome usually shows up when your children are in high school or when they are moving out. Empty describes the feelings of loss, sadness, anxiety, grief, irritability, and fear. And nest refers to the popular saying that children spread their wings when they grow up and they move out. I believe no one likes to talk about empty nest syndrome because it is a really hard life season. And quite frankly, it sucks. Yep, I said it. It sucks. But on a positive, mom, mama, mother, madre, ma, you are not alone in your season with empty nest syndrome. We are in this together. I found myself here earlier this year at age 45. Two of my three children had just moved out and my youngest child was starting high school. I kept asking myself, how am I in this season already? I am only 45 years old. It felt like it had happened overnight, even though I knew this was coming for years. I remember waking up one morning and going upstairs to wake my children up for the day, and two of the three bedrooms were empty. The gaming monitor, headset, desk, bed, and chair were no longer in my son's room, and the fragrance of my daughter's perfume was in her room, but she wasn't there. And when I went to our cabin, which is our family's place where we make the most of our beautiful family memories together, My youngest son 
and I were there on our own. I would see families everywhere I looked. They were at the beach building sandcastles. They were having dinner together outside on the deck. They were laughing. They were boating. They were having fun and they were together. And my family was no longer in this life season. We were no longer all living under one roof or even in the same city. We were no longer physically together. There is a saying that I heard a long time ago, and it is that you only have 18 summers with your children before they grow up and move on. Well, I had my 18 summers with them, but the summers went by too fast, and all I wanted was just one more summer together. So let's talk about what no one wants to talk about. Empty nest syndrome is a real thing. I have personally experienced all of the above common signs, lucky me, I know, and I am going to share some of my experiences with you and how I am getting through this hard season with the hopes that it will help you get through your hard season too. Let's go there. Number one, first common sign, loss of purpose. When my kids moved out, I felt like I had lost my identity, my purpose, and myself. All that I had known who to be for the last 24 years was mom. I was so sad when they left. In fact, I was absolutely devastated. There were mornings when I would sit on my couch in my living room with my blanket and my coffee, and I would just cry all morning long. And then there were nights when I would go to bed, lay under my covers, and I would cry myself to sleep. When they first moved out, I felt so alone. Yet on the contrary, I didn't want to see anyone either. I just needed to be alone, to sit with all of my emotions. I needed to grieve, and I needed to figure out how I was going to adjust and adapt to this new life season. I was so used to being busy, driving the kids to school, picking them up from the ski hill, packing lunches, making sure homework was done, doing the laundry, getting groceries, making dinner, etc. I know you know exactly the busyness that I am talking about. And when I was in this busy season, there were so many days when I felt completely overwhelmed. But now that I was out of that season, I felt like I had nowhere to be. I felt like I had no purpose. I felt like I was no longer needed. And I was extremely lonely. And my home, my home felt empty. If you know my family, you know that they, not we, I'm not included in this, they are extremely loud as a family. And my home went from being so loud and so noisy all of the time to being so quiet and almost silent. In fact, it felt really uncomfortable. It didn't feel like my home sweet home. My dad, he was an example of life is what you make it. I can almost hear him saying that in my head. Tiff, life is what you make it. And I knew that it was time for me to rediscover the 45-year-old woman that was looking back at me in the mirror. 
I made a promise to myself that this year was going to be all about me. I got to work and I started focusing on my mental health, my emotional health, my physical health, my spiritual health, and really my overall wellness. I knew no one was coming to save me. I couldn't turn back time. My kids weren't moving back home. I had to work on accepting the season my life was now in, and I had to work on myself because life is what you make it. My question for you to think about is, what are you going to work on in 2024? Is 2024 going to be the year all about you? The second common sign of emptiness syndrome is lack of control. As mothers, most of us had quite a bit of control over our children's schedules when they lived with us. We knew when they were going to school, we knew when they were going to work, and when they were going to hang out with their friends. And then when they move out, you lose all of that control. And you have to let go and trust that they are going to continue to make the right decisions and choices for themselves. In the first couple of months after my kids had moved out, there were many nights that I couldn't fall asleep or sleep soundly. I was up on and off throughout the night worrying about them. When they lived with me, I could hear when they got home. I heard the garage door close or I heard the front door shut. And I knew that they were safe. But now that they had lived out on their own, I had to trust that they had got themselves home safely. But trust doesn't come overnight. It comes with time. Give yourself grace through this process of letting go. And mama, try and get some sleep because sleep does heal the heart and it quiets the mind. Next common sign is emotional distress. Becoming an empty nester or soon to be empty nester can stir up a variety of emotions. You might be sad because your children have grown up. You might be angry because the time went by too fast. You might be nervous about the unknown season in your marriage. You might be scared that you are aging. You might be disappointed because you aren't where you thought you would be at this stage in your life. Or you might feel empty because you've accomplished all of your goals and you don't know what is next for you. I was all of the above. And when you are in emotional distress, it can show up in different ways. The opposite of distress is comfort or ease. How can you create some comfort in your life at this time? My emotional distress showed up physically. My body was yelling at me. I had to work on making my body comfortable, peaceful, and well again. I had to heal my body with foods that were nourishing instead of damaging my body. And I had to release a lot of my emotional distress by running every single day. My question for you to think about is what steps are necessary for you to take to release some of your emotional distress? Fourth common sign is marital stress. In the process of raising a child or children, a lot of couples fulfill the mom and dad role really well. But sometimes parents forget about fulfilling the husband and wife role 
in the busyness of everyday life. And when your children leave and the day-to-day busyness goes away, you're left with each other and a lot of time together. I am proud to say that my husband and I fulfilled both roles really well as we were raising our family. Some couples may find that they need time to get to know each other again after the kids leave. Other couples may need time to really get to know who they are as a person again. For my husband and I, we needed to figure out how to support each other as empty nesters. My husband was grieving just as much as I was, but in his own way, which was in a different way. His life had completely changed too. And we were both learning how to adapt to this big life change individually and together. Grace is needed during this time for yourself, for your partner, and for your marriage. And the last common sign of emptiness syndrome is number five, anxiety about your children. It's normal to have anxiety when your children move out. But it isn't normal to check in multiple times a day. (laughs) And I laugh because I did that. But it isn't normal to check in with them multiple times a day or to check their social media accounts constantly. This is not beneficial for either of you. My words of advice through my personal experience is just breathe and trust that everything will be okay. I have found that emptiness syndrome will last as long as it lasts. For some mothers, it may only take a few weeks. And for others, it may persist for years. I am still experiencing some of the symptoms, but I no longer feel like I am in the middle or the messy part of it. There isn't a book or a manual to follow, and there isn't a timeline or a date for it to end. You just have to walk through the hard season. And it is completely okay if it takes you longer than you thought it would to adjust to this immensely huge change in your life. Remember though, as mothers, if we keep reading the same page from the same chapter in our book, we will never know what the next life chapter will bring. So I encourage you to join me and walk through the hard. Cry, laugh, run, walk, read, write a book, breathe, sit in silence, have a glass of wine, enjoy your coffee, grieve hard, and then let go. Trust and move forward because there is a beautiful new chapter, new experiences, and new seasons waiting for you. And I promise there is a new purpose that is out there for you to discover when you are ready to rebloom. Thank you for being here. Now, friends, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here. If you would be so kind to leave a five-star review so that other women can hear about this podcast, Rebloom, that would mean so much to me. You can also find me on your favorite social media platforms by searching my name, 
Tiffany Haugrud. Now friends, fully enjoy the rest of your day.